that from Steph, and I'm not too sure. No, I was quick to avoid it. <laughs> you were quick, you were quick, oh. and you were quiet. Just destroying the but room. We are back. I am back again for another episode. I should be back all the time now. I'm not going down south anymore. Jordan is back, although he is a bit ill, so we don't know how bunged up he's going to sound. <laughs> So, so he is sporting his usual tune top because that's all Jordan ever lives in. Why not? Uh, we ha- do have Stefan with his green screen that isn't a green screen and doesn't really work very well, but is sort of okay. My head's not invisible. We're all right. Yeah, that's true. Get a sense of where I am. God damn it! Get a sense of where you are. Hey, Christ! But yes, and. After the, I'm going to kick it off straight away with after the quiz last time. Stefan said there was a prize. I kind of still didn't believe him. I kind of still didn't believe him, even though he had the prize. Like, even though he had order and stuff, right? I clean forgot about the entire thing. It arrived, and then I clean forgot about the entire thing. And it was it was in my room, and I forgot it was even there for like a couple of days. So. (laughs) <laughs> but it is here. I have it. And it is sealed as people live or watching the video can see. It is still sealed. It came sealed with cell tape. It also came with a note saying, do not open till 1st of April. So, Stefan. Yes, dear. Do I have to wait until later in the episode or may I open this now? Jordan. Yeah. Should we be nice and let him receive his prize now, or should we make him wait till the end? Uh, do it now. Okay. So, Kyle won a quiz last week, which was brilliant. At some point, when The Hobbit returns, which actually, that might be a film, when The Hobbit returns. Um, if it's not, it should be. I'm going to make another one, and you're going to face off against each other, and one of will get the prize. Oh, God. But as you're about to see from this, it's it'll be worth it. Right, okay. <laughs> I mean, I will admit, the people who sell tape this sell the tape to it kind of weirdly. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a weird thing. <laughs> because the sell tape that bit, but mm-hmm. that's where the se- like that's where the seam is and the sell tape underneath it, so the sell tape didn't reach the seam. <laughs> I don't know why the sell tape in this. I'm guessing it's to keep structural integrity. Hmm. But it is inside a box. Just making sure, as you do. Yep. It's even got Kyle written on in little. How awesome is that? And look at that box. Right, I want you to stop there. Look at the box. The box is very fancy. The box is very nice. The box is very Japanese. The box is which... a big clue, which I didn't know. The box is very Japanese, which I am very happy about. And well, wait, before you open it, the box is a big clue. So what are you thinking? I wonder what you're thinking as you're opening. So wait. What I'm thinking is... What is on the box? It's very clouds. It's very right. it's very sky-oriented, but it's very Japanese, so it could be to do with the sea. If it's to do with the sea, no. it could be... See, it's Okay, so it's to do with clouds. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to say, like, it could be a hand fan, or it could be just, a, like, a little bit of art, like a postcard Dude, or something. you need to get off the Japanese train, because I don't want you to be disappointed. 
Well, okay, so it could just be a bit of art. It could be... I mean, to be fair, the the hand fan wasn't even Japanese. That was just general. Do you know what? Do you know what? You're getting... You you doubt that there was a prize, and now that you know there is, you're getting too excited. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. Oh, fucking hell. (laughs) Honestly, I I was playing with it, and it just went flop. I still haven't. I still haven't seen what it is, though. I'm going to show the camera first what it is. I still can't see that way. No, 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 that's upside down. Over. I still can't see (laughs) the cloud. For what? (laughs) Wow. This membership is a gift. Congratulations, Kyle. Enjoy your prize you earned it, mate. Now set up your login password. <laughs> you have a an, an one-year subscription paid for, gifted to you as your prize, to the Cloud Appreciation Society. Once you've set it up, you will get a cloud of the day, which is a picture of a cloud, emailed to you every single day for the next year. Encloses your membership certificate, cloud yeah, selector... <laughs> And membership badge. <laughs> I expect you to make use of this because I paid for the bastard. <laughs> it shows your unique member number. Please follow carefully any login instructions shown opposite to receive our cloud a day service. There you go. Please cloud visit day. our website soon. Until then, look up, marvel at the sky's eph- ephemeral beauty, and always remember to live your life with your head in your in the clouds. Kyle does that anyways. I do. It's legit got a certificate, man. I want Jay to win something so I can sign him up for the English Tiddlywinks Association. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually scared if I, if I, if I won a prize. <laughs> Wait, are you I haven't got one lined up for you. I on that. <laughs> <laughs> there is legitimately a cloud selector. Yeah, man. You're going to learn your clouds. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quiz you on clouds next year. That's what the end of year quiz is going to be. They've got fucking names. Virga, Cirrus, Mama, Cumulonimbus. Cumulonimbus. And Cumulus. <laughs> Right, okay. I kind of don't want to ruin this stuff because it's very nice packaging. It is. I didn't know it was in a clouded box. Yeah, it's very nice, man. Although, like, I would, I never would have guessed. I did not know there was a Cloud Appreciation Society. I need it to keep digging through that box because there's something else that I don't think you've unearthed yet. <laughs> there is an Appreciation Society for everything, Kyle. Is it, yeah, is it the pin? Yes, there is a pin badge. <laughs> No, yeah, it's it's very obvious because it's placed just there. Ah. With a big arrow pointing towards it. And it's a. Uh, <laughs> I have a little. Oh! Cloud Appreciation Society pin. Mm-hmm. There we go. So I am part of the. I am part there you of the Cloud Appreciation Society. I will wear it with pride. And I have whilst a cloud you at, whilst you look in the sky, up at the clouds. I have a cloud <laughs> so, I can, so I can choose the cloud. No, you don't get to choose the cloud. That's not how the sky works. You get to identify the cloud using the cloud. I select. get to identify the cloud, sorry. <laughs> it's also got appearance. It's got an appearance, and it's got a description, and it's got typical altitudes and all that sort of shite. Kyle, you'll have to see it next Friday, what cloud you've identified during the yeah. week. I mean, we live in England, so all of them... <laughs> exactly, it's a good prize. It's always going to be useful. <laughs> it is always going to be useful. 
And then we we'll, we'll live the in England this year that we don't have a cloud in the sky, you'll get a picture of one email to you. Right. You're gonna have to <laughs> you're gonna have to talk about this for a bit. Also, the certificate does say we do hereby certify that Kyle has joined the society on the first of April and yeah. will henceforth seek to persuade persuade all who listen of the wonder and beauty of clouds. Now I have to go and yeah, sign up to this shit, so while I am signing up You assholes can talk. <laughs> you could do it after. You could yeah, do, you it, do it after the show. No, because I'm going to see if I've got a cloud pick already. I'm going to talk about, man. You fucked us. <laughs> you fucked you. You're the that one who goes under the bus like that. I can indeed. You right. sa- you 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 made me a All member right. of the Cloud Society. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, so Stefan, Stefan. Yes. It was the World Cup draw of the day. Oh dear God. No, right. I've got something better. <laughs> Damn it! No, it's going to be quite funny. Right, no, Jordan, we're in the qualifiers. We'll get through to the semi-finals or the final and then tank it because we're England. No, someone put it as uh, England's group. This is a geopolitical, a geopolitical joke. <laughs> Pretty much. England, America, Iran, Scotland, Wales, or Ukraine. I know. Right. I don't... Well... I actually like, hope one... Ukraine gets through. The fact that this place is called the Cloud Association Appreciation Society, so it's nicknamed CAS. But two, how the fuck did you find it? Dude, it's... I've got sources for everything. I've got a more select one in the bank that will be a prize at some point. <laughs> well, I haven't worked on how to sign up for I can't sign up the Tiddlywinks either. Well, you have to be invited in, I think. You can you can sign up to things like the Jack the Ripper uh, investigation society yeah, and all that sort of shit. I've got one. For Jay. Do you know what is I did find? Is a major appreciation society? No, oh. Jordan. <laughs> That's politically incorrect. <laughs> Dwarf. God's sake! Stop speaking. Little person. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> yes, Thomas. just say Jay. Uh, I found um, a skull. Subscription thing. I can't remember the exact details of it, but I think, and I want, I did genuinely want this one for you. Um, but it's like it's sixty or seventy quid a month or something like that. But they sell you, and I quote, the real skull of an animal, right, that has been found dead of natural, that has died of natural causes in the wild. So you'll never get any captive animals, you'll never get any hunted animals that only like... But then it makes you wonder who's wandering around looking for roadkill to email the people. I feel like it'll probably be things like they'll... Like if a farmer has to put his animal put his animals down or if a farmer has... No, like no. A, natural causes. It's only animals that are fine. But what they'll send you is the skull in a display case and a card with like information about that animal, which is kind of cool. And it would add it to your skull collection nicely. Kind of cool, but I mean, it is kind of cool. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a but, but the only but I can think of is I would have an actual skull, but that's not really a but. It's more the cost be would be the only you. thing. Yeah, the cost would be the only thing. Yeah, I can find it. I can try and find it now if you want. Do, 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 do. Anyway, I do have you had history to talk about. I did have, have a street to talk about. Sorry, I will load up my history to talk about. I've, I'm ah, honestly, I'm, I'm just so blown away by the Cloud Appreciation Society. 
I'm going to put that pin on my work badge and where it'll work, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, we It is the hashtag bone box from skullsunlimited.com. Uh, the the value of the box. box will vary month to month, but will always exceed the cost of your subscription. Specimens in the bone box will always da- be natural bone animal products, never replicas. Items included in the past have been skulls, teeth, bacula, claws, and other osteological items. The original bone box plan comes with a 10 box, no, duplicate, no duplicates guarantee. Due to wildlife res- export restrictions, bone box is only available to the lower 48 states, Alaska and Hawaii. Uh, so I did. This is the other thing. It's it's the only do it in America because you know lots of things get killed in America daily. Um, yeah, of course. And killed then it accidentally shot. So um, yeah, I'll I'll send you the link to it. And you can have a look through, but we can't really use it. But yeah, it's called it's called Skulls Unlimited, and they have a hashtag bone box. <laughs> I mean, it sounds awesome. But why the fuck do things like that exist? Do people just get bored and make societies? I don't know, man. But it's worth it for me to sign people up to them when they win things. <laughs> I know. All right, I am a I am a gifted member. Um, I am a gifted member. It expires next year. Yeah, I've paid for a one-year subscription. So you run till April 1st. Would you like to see today's cloud? Go on then. Are you are you on already? Yeah, man. Today's cloud is sunset <laughs> sunset with nacreous clouds over Husavik, North Iceland, by Gunnar Johannesson. Yo- David Johansson, I'm guessing. <laughs> Possibly. There you go. That's today's awesome. cloud. Dude, it looks like a spaceship. It does. It's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Man. Oh, look. You've got a log of what clouds. Yeah, man. A fourth of this. Here's a recent. Ah. Nacreous? Is it Nacreous? A sunset with Nacreous clouds? Yeah. Husvik? Husvik? So it's North Iceland, which gets some beautiful clouds, honestly. But yeah, so we I now legitimately have a cloud a day. You do? do. This is amazing, but does feel a little bit weird being gifted a cloud. Cloud. If you give the 365 clouds. Right. I am going to say I did try and be cheeky there because it had a thing saying view billing, but then it says incorrect account. So it legitimately <laughs> said it's because it's been gifted to us. I cannot see how much it cost you. I can tell you <laughs> if you want. No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, man. I like it. Awesome. Right, I'm going to go from clouds that are good for you and cheer you up and make you happy to other clouds that used to be said to be good for you and made you very happy and very smiley and it came from a cereal company Uh, Kellogg's are they the ones that made the cornflakes to stop you wanking yes but would you like to know another invention (laughs) that they had 
<laughs> it was Which... it was a mattress that was supposed to be filled with cornflakes and stuff. You want No, <laughs> fucking hell. No, th- this is a uh, oh, this hi. is Jay. This is something that Jay would love, right? And it is asthma relief. Yeah. It's asthma relief, but not in the way we know it. There's no other way of putting it. It's basically cigarettes and pipes. It's tobacco. Um, it's it's cigarettes, and it also came in a tin for Bucky. Yeah. And it was Kellogg's asthma relief cigarettes and Kellogg's asthma relief uh, mix. Asthma relief cigarettes. Do you know what? Because we know about the world now. Yeah. Asthma relief cigarettes is a what do you call what do you call it when a a, 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 a phrase is the opposite of itself, like a contradictory phrase. I can't remember the name for it. I mean, it um, is a contradiction, but yeah, yeah. I don't. But he has the stupid thing. Apparently, they worked. What? No, they worked because they didn't contain tobacco, but they contained dried belladonna and other nightshade plants, as well as Not occasionally nightshade, that's as... poisonous. Yes, as well as occasionally <laughs> weed, uh, oh, which, which causes bronchodilation, aka making breathing easier by opening up the air tubes, yeah. with the added bonus of making you hallucinate and trip absolute fucking balls because you've been poisoned slash inhaled weed. So <laughs> they, they did actually work, but they also had the side effect of making you high. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> Jordan, are you uh, there? No. I saw him bring up a PlayStation remote earlier, so he might be sorting out his PlayStation. He fucking better not be, the little bastard. <laughs> PlayStation's all here. But yeah, the legit Kellogg's <laughs> apparently, among other things, among trying to get people to stop jacking off, had the brainwave of... People have got asthma. How do we solve that? Let's poison them with nightshade and weed. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, so I suppose if, you, if you're dying of nightshade poisoning, you can't be complaining about your asthma. Exactly. It opened up the airways. Did God knows what else to you, but it opened up your airways. <laughs> <laughs> that would have that poison never hurt anyone. We discovered that last week. Yeah. Oh... Well, I, I suppose to be fair, talking about last week, and you know, because you brought this up, it's not any worse than the the kind of um, heroin coated chocolate. Oh no, was, hold on, chocolate coated heroin. <laughs> heroin coated chocolate. Yes, <laughs> I'll have some of that. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Just a sprinkle of heroin on your chocolate, there, sir. <sighs> why not? Oh. Uh, Jordan's on FaceTime, apparently. That's why he's muted mic. Ah, okay. But yeah. Oh, no, I will gone. do that. I will do that with his admin controls, and when he comes back, I will bring him back. No, leave him. He's made his <laughs> choice. <laughs> <laughs> he made his choice. <coughs> he can live with it. But yeah. Apparently, that is just one of the random things in the past that... See, that's the thing. We here we love inventions like that. We love the stupid shit. We love the fact that someone made 
a budget crazy invention that catches a kid coming out of a woman traveling at 50 G's in a circle. We love the fact Dude, that, that was the best thing. I love how that it was had the a, best. A, what was it, recipient net? <laughs> the recipient net, yes. Are you the fishing nets drop between our legs? I should have fucking up to what was it, 12 G or something? <laughs> yeah, it was up to 12 G. <laughs> Fucking hell, some people pass out at like three. <laughs> in an observation room where, people, where nurses are just stood there with arms. I mean, to be fair though, the, uh, the net was a good addition because I feel like somebody invented that expecting a doctor to just wait and catch it and then someone was like, you've overseen something here. You, you've, you've not thought of something here. How is it going to be standing in the right place? Yeah, ah, I, I, I honestly feel like someone definitely overlooked it. Yeah. God, imagine if that's the way you came in the world. I feel like... A 12G and efficient net. <laughs> I feel like it would fix some of the world's issues if if babies got that much of a shock, but I feel like it Dude. would also cause a lot of deaths. Yeah, I think it would cause a lot of more world's issues if everyone came out like that. Yeah, Immediate true. impact. <laughs> head Just first me. as well, man. You come out head first. <laughs> I know, but I'm guessing with the G's, the baby would spin in midair as well. Oh, so you think it comes out like a Beyblade? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like it would, because if you're spinning at 15G and something projectiles over you, I don't think it would just go like that. I feel like it would have a bit of trajectory. No, man, trajectory as well. what, you, what you're thinking is, so you know when you're in a play pot, when you're around a ball and you literally you spin, you spin, you spin. The person that comes off doesn't then spin around the round ball or do a 360. They just go off. One at the point when they let go, they just go off. They do unless they get knocked by something. And I feel well, like yeah. if when if you're coming out of the womb at 15G, you're gonna get stuck at some point, or you're gonna get flung and knocked off. Yeah, something. and then that pressure is gonna release, and you're just gonna go <laughs> in the net. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, honestly. Kyle, you can say what you want about this invention, but I'm sorry, you can't fault the physics. <laughs> you you can't fault the physics. It is fucking amazing. I adore it. was the it. one thing that was actually taken into account during this. <laughs> hey, fucking hell. No, obviously not the deceleration part of it, or the actual G-force, but the rest of the physics was all thought out. Yeah, of course. <laughs> right. Yeah. Would you like to, Would you like some excellent knowledge, excellent ideas from the Korean government. Oh, we're talking North Korean or South Korean because this could be a big difference. South Korean, so the good one. All right, so it's going to be pretty sensible. It's, pretty it's sensible. going to be in, in, innovative. Innovative. Yeah, that, that's a word. In 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 Found a in, word you in, can't say. Innovative. In, in, innovative? Innovative? Yeah. Innovative doesn't sound right. It's innovative. <laughs> what the fuck? It's innovation, so it's innovated. Innovative. Or. It now doesn't sound like a word in, anymore because I've said it too much wrong. You've said it so many times, it's <laughs> fucked my brain. Innovative. Innovative. Because it's innovation, so it's innovative. Yeah. Or in innovative. Invinitive. It's going to be clever and futuristic. <laughs>
to send to madness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be clever and futuristic. So I not, saw not I, so much, honestly. I don't know if it was um. Oh, what was it? It was either a program or an article or another or something. I saw something. I can't remember what, but maybe it's early this week, Monday or Tuesday, or maybe it's last week. I can't remember exactly. Um, but it was about uh, things in South, well, just South Korea. I'm assuming South Korea. Um, well, you know, yeah, it was South Korea. And it was like technological things, like the kind of stuff you find in Japan and stuff. Yeah. Because obviously that area of the world in general is very technological and clever and they've got all kinds of mad things that we just would think, well, that's stupid or why would you need that? But they use it on a daily basis and it's like, actually, if you've got that, it's quite cool. It makes this easier. Yeah. like a I learned, This is totally irrelevant, but just because we're over in the East at the minute, I learned that there's different types of chopsticks in Japan. Now, you might have already known this and think I'm a simple human right now, but I didn't realise that. No, honestly, I don't think you're a simple human for it because <laughs> it it's not something anybody who hasn't looked it up yeah. or just randomly heard it will know. It the same as how most people won't realize that if you're in Korea, they use metal chopsticks, not wooden chopsticks. Yeah, yeah. So there's like beginner ones where it's like grippy. It's like a little bit rough and grippy, and they're square, so it's easy to pick things up. Then there's like when you get the hang of them, they're still square, so you can kind of pick things up, but they're not grippy anymore, they're more smooth. And then there's the ones that all Japanese people use and laugh at us for using the other ones because that's how kids learn to use chopsticks when they're really young in Japan. And it's like once you're like 10, you're able to use the pro ones, which are just perfectly round and smooth and impossible to pick anything up because it's slippy as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just <laughs> bits of bamboo and like convenience stores. You you snap them and you roll them and you roll them to get rid of any splinters and they are yeah. perfectly round, so you can literally roll them. Which is awesome. Nah, yeah, it's it's um, it's brilliant. And everybody in the West, like, if you think about it, it makes perfect sense because when you in the West, when you're a child, you get the big thick fork that you can that has like the little three prongs, and it's very it's not really designed for stabbing anything, it's designed for being able to spoon things up. And then you get, it's basically a spork. And then you get, like, you move on, but it's always plastic, and then you move on to a more realistic plastic fork, and then you get the metal forks and all that sort of stuff. There is no um, competition for the might of the spork. Kyle, the, I the found the best spork. spork. The the best the might of the spork is when a spork has a little bladed edge, so that it can yes, also be exactly. a spike. A sp knife. Exactly. It had a knife bit on the side. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the best sporks because it's a spife. A spife? A spife. A spike. A spork a spork a spork knife? A spork knife? Yeah. <laughs> when a does a spork be become a spife? <laughs> a spife. <laughs> <laughs> and when does a spife become a spork? Spife. If it's just a little one, is it a tea spife? Yeah. <laughs> a tea spife and a dinner spife. What if it's a what if a what if it's a butter knife and a teaspoon? Ooh. Then it's a tea butter spife. It's for a butty spife. <laughs> right, we can't just mix all kinds of. We're not doing this for every combination of knife, fork, and spoon because we're here for hours. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, right, okay. But what if it's got a machete on the side of it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
what if it's, what if it's a katana, but it's got a little fork on the end and a little scooby bit? Really? <laughs> <laughs> Right, we're just oh, going to keep feel... going until we get the Swiss Army knife and then confuse ourselves. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> everything devolves into that. Oh. <laughs> well, everything devolves until it becomes Swiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's love unfair. Swiss. That's unfair. We love the Swiss. Yeah, the Swiss are mint. They invented a knife. They looked at every implement you could possibly need and went, yeah, we can put that. We can combine all that into a small little pocket knife. Why not? Yeah. Well, speaking of other nations, where's the American? The American is probably still in first time, or Beth. But no, uh, I will continue with my not innovative situation in uh, in South Korea, because it's nothing to do with technology. It's to do with stupidity of nations. Yeah. All right. To be fair, at the start, this sounds like a decent idea. Uh, North Korea... Sorry. South Korea suffered from high suicide rates on the Mapo Bridge. So the government decided to try and fix this by changing the name to the Bridge of Life and to put life-stimulating pictures on it, such as pictures of children, uh, statues with a positive impression, um, slogans that are meant to uplift you, like like, um, Keep Calm, Keep calm, carry on, basically that sort of thing on the Dude, side that of this bridge. Shit pisses me off. I'd be more angry when I went on the bridge. Well, this is the <laughs> thing: they the put all this on, and they put pictures of children and pi- pictures of oh. like bi- babies and all that sort of thing. And then what they did was they, what they did was they. Sorry, uh, it's all good. What what they did was increase the suicide rate sixfold. What I missed. Inc- yeah, it would. If I went on that bridge, not suicidal, I would be ready to kill somebody by the time I got in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, John, in South Korea, there was a bridge where loads of people were committing suicide off it. So the government decided to put pictures of babies and happy messages, like keep calm and carry on type thing, and statues with happy personalities on it to try and cheer people up and deter, deter them from jumping. Dude, and all, cool, but not six times. All, all, it, all it did was increase it sixfold, because all right. they were doing was putting up messages and showing the pictures to the people of what they could have had if the life wasn't such a mess. Yeah. I was just about to say... Just listen to it, hearing about it wants to make us jump off the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently well, they, should have put, they should have put slogans like "You're only going to be in an inconvenience," and then a bit further down, "I don't want to have to clean that up," and then like pictures of people splattered on the floor and shit. <laughs> and then yeah. they, by the time they got there, they would thought, "Ah, oh, it's just it's not worth it." <laughs> yeah, exactly. What you need to do is to press them into not jumping because they <laughs> they feel like they would be a bother. Just have all the messages going, oh, do you really have to do this? I can't be bothered to clean up your mess. Can you clean yourself <laughs> up? That sort of thing. They can listen to us. No. Yes. Well, I don't know. Just have us playing on repeat. That will deter anybody from jumping because they'll want to just they'll want to hunt out the transmitter and destroy it. But this is in Korea, so the unless they speak English, they won't understand what the language barrier could be a thing. Most, most people, when northern yeah. most most countries don't understand us. Most of England doesn't understand us. That's true. <laughs> we are we are a special breed of place in England. We are a very special breed of place in England, considering we. I was at work 
on the phone to someone who's from down south and we were have a com- having the same type of communication barrier that I would have speaking to someone that doesn't speak English at all. Americans. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 southerners are foreigners anyways, aren't they? No, well, the foreigners, I think, live in Scotland. Oh, that's true. <sighs> they only go as far as Manchester for north. Yeah. That's right. like the border. <laughs> because me and Stefan have just had dinner, and I'm not hungry, but I have mini rolls next to me that I am going to continue to snack on, I'm going okay. to tell you that there is a Japanese word that is perfect for this. Uh, I had it, a Japanese word that was for a snack, and I want to know if it's the same one. Go on. It's kuchisabishi. Yes, it was. Yeah. So kuchi, I found this a couple weeks ago, but I've not found a reason to bring it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. There we go. You see, I'm determined I can do it when I need to. Uh, and it li- do you know what it means? Can you uh, remember? I can't, it's something to do with is it, it's snacking while you're... I can't remember if it's snacking while you're busy doing something else. It's like background snacking, or if it's snacking a particular time of day, I can't remember. It's legitimately snacking when you're not hungry, but just because your mouth feels lonely. <laughs> Dude, there was another one that was similar to that. So when your mouth feels lonely and you just <laughs> you you feel like you need something in your mouth, like gum or something, that yeah. is kuchi shabishi. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> because the Japanese have a word for everything. Sorry, yeah, I did need to chew there. No, no, it's all right. Uh, they do. They have loads of interesting words. Um, there was another one as well. Sorry, uh, I will uh, be. Uh, it's all good, Stefan. Do you still have the topic about Warwolf? Yes. Would you like to share Warwolf? Always. Because we have Jordan here, so it's not just us two, and I know that you've been dying to talk about it for ages. I have to find it, because I've actually I've got all my research up here. <laughs> uh, but Warwolf was the... Well, d- did I tell you what it was? I think you gave us clues, but I don't think you specifically said, but I'm sure I've read about Warwolf or heard you talking about it before. I can't remember. Are you ready? Go for it. Warwolf was the biggest what? We're talking military equipment here. Tank. No. You've you've got to think of me here. It, It wasn't a tank. It was something ridiculous. It wasn't a ship. It was, you got to think like me here. What do I get excited about? It wasn't a plane. It was... It was a fucking artillery gun or something, wasn't it? Oh, you're close to the artillery. What's one of the only French things I fucking adore? Trebuchet. It oh. was a fucking... It's the world's biggest trebuchet. <laughs> I knew it was something stupid like that. This is awesome. So, Warwolf, or Lutka, I don't know why that, but yeah, is believed to be the largest trebuchet ever made. It was created in Scotland by the order of King Edward I of England during the siege of Stirling Castle as part of the Scottish Wars of Independence. Yes. Now, they've recreated this thing. So, when disassembled, the weapon would fill 30 wagons in parts. Right? Which is fantastic. 
It reportedly took five master carpenters and 49 other labourers three months to complete. This is from it being flat-packed, by the way. It was pre-built. Yeah. <laughs> took over to Stirling Castle. And then they were like, right, wait there three months, so we'll build this with five master carpenters and 49 other workers. Um, Please tell me t- there was just a shield wall surrounding this thing the entire time so the enemy couldn't see it was being built. Well... At night, the, no, the, the openly just built in the field next to it, but at night they had um, guards posted because they were frightened they would just run out and sabotage it when no one was looking. Which well, Yeah, if something's going to take if someone's got, <laughs> something's going to take three months to build, I think by the end of the first month, the enemy would probably be sitting there going, ah, do you want, just want to fuck with them? And just start throwing a box at it or something. Even before the construction could be completed, the Scottish soldiers inside Stirling Castle saw what was happening and offered surrender, fearing the weapon's potential to destroy the entire castle. Edward sent the truce party back inside, declaring, you do not deserve any grace, you must surrender, uh, but must surrender to my will. He decided to carry on with the siege, quote, to see what happened, because we've started it, so we may as well test it. It is us building it. We started building this thing. It's taken three fucking months. We're going to finish it. We're going to see what it's capable of. Edward carried on with the siege to witness the destructive power of the weapon. Reportedly, the war wolf could accurately hurl rocks weighing up to 135 kilograms for a distance of 200 metres. So that's 660 feet. It could hurl a 135 kilogram rock. Which isn't a rock, it's a fucking boulder. Boulder. 660 <laughs> feet accurately. Uh, when fired at level, immediately levelled a large section of a curtain wall. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, so, it, it threw, he threw it and it brought, brought down the whole wall. So, he basically, the Scottish party saw this, went, oh, this isn't good. Send a truce party out, right? Okay, calm down. We'll surrender. You're not going to damage the castle. And he went, no, you're going to fucking go back in there. You've got to wait till I finish it because I want to see what happens. Sent them back in. Didn't actually fight them for another month or so. Then went, right, it's ready. Took a wall down and then went, right, I accept your surrender. <laughs> <laughs> Just because he wanted to see what happened. <laughs> uh, some of the original parchment rolls of accounts of King Edward survive. Two references to the war wolf, which has been translated from Latin, um, read... To Master Alexander Leconvers for money paid by him to the carpenters making the engine called Warwolf and other workers joining also on the engine, May and June 1304, 10 shillings on June 7th, uh, 1304. But obviously that was written in Latin. There's also another one translated reads To Thomas of Vedris Campus, the Queen's Valet recompensed that the King's hand for his labourers in making in the making of the war wolf, which the king ordered to be made on site at Stirling Castle. £40. So, there's two thingies of it. Two references of it. But so it I'm just going to quickly find something else. Do, 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 do. Because there's something where they recreated it and the actual size of it. Um, so, the Siege of Stirling Castle. Um, do, 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 do. So, was the immediate cause of the Battle of Bannockburn in 1314 when uh, Edward II of England came with an army, two or three aims of Scottish numbers and lost. Um, so, yeah, the war wolf at Stirling literally brought down the whole wall, pissed off the Scots. Uh, when does anything not? Uh, original yeah. records. I like it. 
There's oh, a scale really? model of it in front of Kerlevrook Castle. Reginald so if anybody, if anybody wants to go and see it, it's in Kerlevrook Castle. There's apparently <laughs> a scale model of it sat outside. Yeah, scale model. Um, Reginald the janitor was paid wages for guarding its beams for 40 nights in June and July 1304. Okay. I love how the guy was Reginald the janitor. I love the fact that the janitor was the guard on it. <laughs> I've got a werewolf size comparison. Oh no, that's just a werewolf. What happened there? The Marvel has a werewolf character called Warwolf. Eh. Oh no, it's yep. because it's changed it to werewolf. Fucking Google. Uh... <sighs> werewolf. I do apologise for background noise. I am tired, so I will be yawning. Jordan's ill, so he'll be sniffling, and I'm half expecting a cat to come into Stefan's room and start destroying stuff. No, they've been locked out because the piss is off. <laughs> Good man. Well, while you're looking for that, I will. Ooh. There is a French word called Esprit de Escalier. Is that just another way of saying I surrender? No, it's a, it's literally translates to staircase wit. And it's a French term used to denote the tendency to think of a witty reply when it's too late. For example, when taking the stairs or leaving the scene of a con- confrontation. So it's literally when, you, when you've had an argument and you're sitting in the car 20 minutes later and you go, I could have said that. I do that, that all the time. That is esprit d'escalier. Uh, so in uh, some more French, I have some more French. Yeah. Where was the more French? Because the werewolf was French. Uh, Yeah, so it was called the... Ooh, I've lost that now. The fuck was that? It was known as the loop... It was a loop de gare, because it wasn't a trebuchet, because we are not French. So it was a siege It was a loop de gare, or nicknamed Ludger. Yeah. (laughs) Ludger. I'm guessing it was a loop de gare is... Loup de Loup de Guerre, Loup de Guerre, yeah, yeah. was fr- the French, and then we were like, "What are calling that? What are called it a trebuchet? It's a siege engine, and it's called Warwolf." Uh, so its <laughs> size, I've got its size here. It was Europe's largest siege engine in thirteen oh four. Um, it says um, trebuchet is widely considered reported as the largest siege engine on record, capable of accurately sending stone shot at any target up to 200 yards away um, and then it talks about how it works and stuff like that I want to know how they aim that thing because to turn that thing even the tiniest amount of degrees to re-aim must have been the biggest pain in the arse yeah man so here we go. Um, to give a sense of the scale, some estimates place the trebuchet between three and four hundred foot long when loaded in its wagons for transport, and required approximately thirty thousand pounds or fifteen metric tons of counterweight for maximum power and range. Uh, it, the shot used would have weighed approximately three hundred pounds or one hundred and thirty-six point eight kilograms each, and would have been thrown at at least an estimated one hundred and twenty mile an hour. Right, so one thing, so how, how big was that projectile? 300 and what pounds? Uh, it's 300 pounds exactly, so 136 kilos. Uh, the counterweight was 15 metric tons. 
This is just awesome. Right, so that's the equivalent of sending a, refriger a cast iron bathtub into a wall. <laughs> apparently, oh, a cast, <laughs> apparently a cast iron bathtub can weigh 300 pounds, or a refrigerator can weigh 300 pounds. I'm guessing it's the older ones where they literally had lead in them, but yeah. yeah. So it's the equivalent of launching a giant fucking metal fridge at 120 mile hour in the old stone wall. I like it. The fi the counterweight was 15 metric tons. How the fuck did they even move that in 1306? Was it 1306 or 1308? 1304. I'm getting ahead of myself. I mean... <laughs> right, okay. Are you ready for the best fact in the world? Go for it. Nine things that weigh about 15 tons. And then the first answer is about two to three Tyrannosaurus Rex. So it had two T-Rex counterweights to throw a fridge at 120 miles hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and also the forces were so great that if the wheel was left spooled up when it was released, so if it wasn't, obviously you spool it down, you wind it yeah. down, you wind it down, you wind it down, then you clip it, and then you un you release that spool, and then it's the tension there, so when the when the counterweight comes around, swings it. Yeah. Uh, if the wheel was left spooled up, so if the rope was left attached that you bring it down with, and then you release it to throw it, it would have actually ripped itself apart. It was so powerful. I mean, I feel like most trebuchets would have ripped themselves apart yeah. with that pressure, but that one would have been a spectacular tear apart. <laughs> that would have been amazing. So, we can talk about something before, well, when was that? 50, was that 1504? We can talk about something before 1504. Was that 1504 or 1304? 1304. We can talk about something before 1304. Well, I, I can talk about something well before 1304. and it's How the very far back? It's the very simple question. If God created the sun on the fourth day, how the fuck mm. did four days pass? I'm not that far back. And that's a good point. Maybe God's in the sun and it was just revolving around him. Wait, no, because it says he made, he created the sun on the fourth day. And from everything else, he just sort of went, bamf, and it's there. So yeah. if he just went, bamf, and there we go, we've got a sun on the fourth day, how did he know it was the fourth day? Oh, no, man, because the sun's Cause there just wasn't a, star, a sun at so that time. Because if yeah. you go off the church, they say God is all-knowing. Also, God wouldn't have made, wouldn't have counted via days. And who the fuck counted the days is the second question. Because humans I mean, it's were a made, made up book. It's a made made up book, but humans were made on the last day. In it which case, how two hundred years after? In which case, how the fuck did we know that seven days had passed? Because it makes a good hmm. story. Yeah, that's it, and it just makes a good story. I'm sorry, I'll let, not crinkle. Let, 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 let's say the Bible wasn't created until like 200, two, was it 200 or 2,000 years? 2,000 years is now. You know what I mean? 200 years and... I mean... Oh, no, because you could be say millions of years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm not going back that far, but I am going back to... Ooh, there's two ways I can do this. When, okay, when was Keanu Reeves born? Isn't it like... Te isn't it like something like one zero zero two or some shit like that? Because the amount of pictures of Keanu Reeves there are in history. 
Dude, Keanu Reeves is immortal. I've told you that Finland doesn't exist. Keanu Reeves is immortal. I am not disagreeing that Keanu Reeves is immortal because he, right, gonna... he has portraits from the 1800s. 748, man, to 1814. Aside from the striking resemblance, of which I will show you um, Please do. A, a picture of this, uh, aside from the striking resemblance, um, Charlemagne. Yes. Who was uh, the king of the Holy Roman Empire? So, uh, you're gonna have to bear with us a second while I find them. Charlemagne, images. You have to, you have to see this. But basically, Keanu Reeves, Charlemagne. Uh, he was so. Tell me if this is suspicious. Right. Charlemagne was the king of the Holy Roman Empire. He was very brutal, which isn't... That's not what Keanu Reeves is like. He's a nice guy. He's a very nice guy. I mean, if you've lived lived to be immortal, I'm pretty sure you would have times where you just get cranky. (laughs) Well, this is the thing. Or maybe you just become immortal and thought, yes, I can do what the fuck I want. He's the one. Charlemagne... Um... Crowned his son just before he died. I don't know if you know this. No, because I don't remember who the only wait the only thing I remember about Charlemagne is the fact that in is the Indiana, eldest it, in the short that no it is the fact <laughs> that in 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 Indiana Jones, uh, the oh what is it the Indiana Jones the which t- Indiana Jones is it though. The one with Sean Connery. Last Crusade. Yes, that one. In Indiana Jones, <laughs> The Last Crusade, Wiley's scaring away birds to attack a plane with birds using an umbrella. He says that he remembers his Charlemagne. Yeah. So That's Charlemagne. the only thing I know. <laughs> I, will, I will skip through. I always, his, his I always assumed he was like a 1800s fighter. Oh, dude, this this is a bad guy, man. So, um, Charlemagne, which means literally Charles the Great, um, was born oh, on so, the... Oh, so, so, so it's Charles Magna. Yeah, but it's pronounced Charlemagne. So yeah. it's... Um, it's second of, he was born 2nd of April 7, 747, uh, died 28th of January 1814. Um, so, yeah, uh, he was the King of Franks from 768, the King of Lombards from 774, and the first Holy Roman Emperor from 800. Um, Charlemagne succeeded in uniting the majority of Western and Central Europe and was first recognised Emperor to rule from Western Europe since the fall of the Western Roman Empire around three centuries earlier. Centuries earlier. But this guy, he, he's, he rose to power. I think I said he was, he was, the, he was the eldest child of Pep and the Short. Um, can, can we just? The thing that I'm worried about is the fact that it says that he was, he died. Eight one four, yep, and then was buried, eight one four on the yep. exact same day. Yes, were they just prepared with the burial and everything, and just sitting there going, well, "Right, okay, he's dead now." Chuck him in the hole. This is the thing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read you about his death. Tell me if this is suspicious. Right. I mean, already, in yes, but okay. 813, right? 
he called Louis the Louis the Pious, Louis the Pious, Louis the Pui, <laughs> Louis the Pious. Oh, pi- oh, pi- oh, right, okay. Them, them letters are different ways round of what I was reading. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. What is with you and words today? I don't You've know, man. I'm really dyslexic. fucking tired. <laughs> um, full dyslexic, man. She's <laughs> <laughs> only legitimate surviving son. Um, so he named him. Um, he, he named him. He's here. Then in January, he fell ill with pleurisy. Uh, he was in deep depre- depression. Uh, is that where you just can't get your head around plurals? Yeah, that's what I'm suffering from right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Buh, 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 buh. So it says over oh, there. Where, where was... Right, so Louis succeeded. He left testament. Buh, 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 buh. Right, so, yeah. So he died of pleurisy. He said, he said basically, he got ill. Oh, I feel very ill. Pleurisy. Pleurisy is a... In an age at eight fourteen, where everyone dies of like skin things and poisoning, and they look really ill, and you can tell people died of proper things back here, like leprosy and shit. Probably not, but you know. Uh, but you know what I mean. The serious illnesses you could tell when someone was ill, and the accounts of him just before he died, he looked fine because it was just pleurisy. It was this internal illness, right? So he looks fine. He names his eldest son, his successor. And then he was fine one day, and then he literally, uh, it says, in deep depression, mostly because of his plans were not yet realised, he, he was took to his bed on the 21st of January, as Einhard tells it. He died January the 28th, on the 7th day from the time he took to his bed, at 9 o'clock in the morning. So everyone went to bed that night, fine, everyone got up in the morning, he's dead, he's gone. No, he's I not because it says, he died on the 7th day he took to his bed, so that means he yes. was in bed a week. Yeah, but people people that saw him the day before well, like, he's fine, he's got pleurisy. Pleurisy's like an internal thing, you don't look immediately ill. And then all of a sudden, he's dead, right? Nobody really saw the body. Um, He was buried that same day at Aachen Cathedral, the earliest surviving Planctus, the Planctus de Obitu Caroli, was composed by Monk of Bobbio, which, had, which he had patronised. A later story told by Othello of Lamello, uh, count of the palace at Aachen in the time of Emperor Otto III would claim that he and Otto had discovered Charlemagne's tomb. Charlemagne, they claimed, was seated upon a throne, wearing a crown and holding a scepter, his flesh almost entirely incorrupt. So that... So perfectly preserved. Yeah, i.e. not dead. Yeah. Because this I is mean, Keanu you... Reeves, remember, Jordan? This is Keanu Reeves. Keep up. I mean, yes, you, would, you would be dead. I mean, he was 70... Was, what was it? He was 70, 72. Yeah. So he's going to be fucking on... Even if he didn't die of some plague or some illness, he would have been dying from old age. Yeah. Uh, hold on. It is. Where was it? It's right there. 47, yeah, 72. So he was sitting on a throne, wearing a crown, holding his scepter, his flesh almost entirely incorrupt. Then in 1165, Emperor Friedrich I reopened his tomb again and placed the emperor in a sarcophagus beneath the floor of the cathedral. And in 1215, Emperor Friedrich II reinterred him into a casket made of gold and silver known as the Karlsgrin. Um... 
Yeah, so he didn't look ill. He said, he said to his son, right, you're going to be in charge now when he, nobody expected him to name another heir yet. And then he went to bed for a week and then died. And then quite a few years later, they went in and he was just sitting there with a didn't look. Remember the staring Keanu meme? Remember the staring Keanu, the depressed Keanu meme? Yeah. Maybe this is what he does. He'd done all these bad things for 70 odd years. He realised he'd lived a long time for the time. And he was like, right, okay, they're going to be getting suspicious. I need to be kind of dying. Pleurisy, okay, I'll not really look ill. I'll go in private. I'll die early in the morning. They can bury us real quick. Bury us. Uh, then when they went in, maybe he was just sitting there, just sitting in contemplation. He was having quiet. He was having his depressed Keanu time. Maybe he does this. Maybe this is his cycle. He does something. He has a depression time where he's out the public eye, and then he does something again because it's not the it's not the last. It's not the one and only time he's been in history and documented as Keanu. Well, not as Keanu. He wasn't documented as Keanu Reeves yet. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I mean, to be fair, the name does sound like it's from Greek anyway. It's Hawaiian, isn't it, or something? It is Hawaiian. It is indeed. It means something about wind and mountains or something. Yes. Uh, Isn't it something like the new breeze across the mountain or the, the new breeze across the shore or something like that? It's very specific. Uh, in Hawaiian language, it means the cool breeze across the fresh mountains. Yeah. Sorry, over the cool breeze over the mountains. Yeah, exactly. Spot on. So then, we move forward in time. Because in 1847, he's back. Ooh, apparently he despised being drunk. He, he abominated drunkenness. The Keanu Reeves? Uh, the, the, the Charlemagne. Right, so this is Charlemagne. I'm going to send you as a picture. Are you going to send us a picture or are you going to pop one up on screen for the people as well? I pop one in the group chat because I'm working off my pad because my phone's going to oh. die and my laptop's a bit was nearly dead. Tell me that's not Keanu Reeves with a beard and a crown. I couldn't find a picture of Keanu Reeves with a crown to, to match it. It is. But I mean, then this one's is, even but... better, man, because he then comes back in 1847 as... Paul Reeves, i.e. Paul Mooney. <laughs> Paul Reeves, okay, Paul Mooney. That's Jesus! <laughs> Even his beard's I mean, the same. Is... has got the same bald spot. That, that, that is, that's him from the Matrix films. I love the fact that because uh-huh. these are all from the same website, you are on some sort of website that has just collated all the Keanu Reeves pictures in history. <laughs> Do you want to know what website I'm on? Because this is fucking epic. Is it just Keanu Reeves is immortal.com or some shit? You are so close. It's just Keanu is immortal.com. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I yeah. have got other sources and other websites I'm flicking between because it doesn't have everything. <laughs> but yeah, Paul Mounet, right, was young brother of actor Jean Mounet Sully. Not relevant, but it sounded cool. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, he was in France, obviously. Um, he appeared in a number of films because he was an actor uh, he played the title character in a 1909 silent black and white version of Macbeth directed by acclaimed French actor André Clamette 
it also says he died of heart disease on February the 10th, 1922. Okay? Okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm waiting for the suspicious part. But... His body was never found. There uh, we go. There you because go. he didn't die, he's Keanu Reeves. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody actually added this on the Wikipedia page at some point because it's got a it's got a screenshot saying Wikipedia never lies, which is obviously a joke. But it, they've added on the end he currently acts under the pseudonym of Keanu Reeves and it's tagged at Keanu Reeves Wiki page. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's not there anymore. I'm, I'm, uh, sure, I'm sure he's saying um, eternal Finny youth is not known. <laughs> he's finished these theories before. He, he's he has commented on them before because there was a there was a oh who was it with? There was a interview with someone in which they said, "All oh, right, you know the people say that you're uh, you're immortal and stuff like that." And he was like, "Really?" And they were like, "Yeah, look," and they showed him, and he was like, "Huh, okay." He's an actor. He's been an actor since when was? 1847, and he's a good actor. That is acting. If somebody went to me, the other people on the internet think you're immortal, I would go, what are you talking about? <laughs> you, you wouldn't have a, like, you'd be like, eh? He just went, oh, cool. And then later on, he was asked if his passion for motorcycles was influenced by the fact he's a ball, so it doesn't matter if he gets on a fucking crotch rocket and dies, because you can't die. And he said, yes, I did. He does his own stunts as well, doesn't he? Uh, mostly, I think. Yeah. But I think he did for the most recent Matrix film. Anyways, he he does do his own stunts, but it's sort of to the point where you have to. Sometimes you have to be because eh, you don't want your lead actor to end up injuring themselves, and then that's the production halted for like four months. Like they did with Harrison Ford in Star Wars Episode Seven. Apparently, um, apparently, some of Reeves' films have been banned in China because of because he he performed in a benefit concert for Tibet. Yeah. So they decided, okay, we're just going to ban all of your stuff. <laughs> but I've got more. Of course. Because it's not the only time he's influenced acting. So. I mean, even just just look at Keanu Reeves. Look at any picture of Keanu Reeves from the very first Matrix film to now. He doesn't look like he's aged. He's grown his hair out. He's grown a beard. That's it. We'll get there's that no aging. There's, n- there's no aging in the face. It just... He grew hair. That's it. Right. Then you've got some other things. To be fair, her that played Trinity hasn't aged either, really. No, she's done quite well. Because uh, he was also Hamlet. Okay. I mean, I feel like he has actually played Hamlet before. But he yeah, has okay. played Hamlet. And he was quoted by a guy who's seen it, a, a cinema critic, critic who's seen a theatre critic who's seen it, sorry, as one of the top three Hamlets I have ever seen portrayed in my life. Okay. Because he was fucking Hamlet, Kyle. He turned down $11 million to do Speed 2, which was a bit shit anyway, but it might have been better if Keanu Reeves was in it. 
He turned yeah. down eleven million dollars for Speed Two to do a small, uh, um, ha- to play Hamlet uh, in a small stage production in nineteen ninety five in his um, native Winnipeg, Manitoba, in Canada. At the time, the news was a gold mine for gags for the late night talk show host Ted Theodore Logan reciting. One of the greatest speeches ever written for the stage. Well, yes, actually. Keanu and his agents were treating it more as an exercise than a vehicle giving him a chance to step away from the big screen and cut his teeth on some classical theatre. He was quoted by a critic as being one of the top three fucking Hamlets ever because he was Hamlet. Fuck's sake. <laughs> and this, right. and, and if you think about right, he's a great actor. Hour. <laughs> he's a great actor. Think about it. The Matrix is about being in a computer simulation and stuff. He doesn't die, even though everyone's trying to kill him a lot. Because he doesn't know how to pretend to die, Kyle. He's never died. <laughs> Bill and Ted's uh-huh. Excellent Adventure was all about time tra- time travelling. Why? Why was he so good at it? Because he's lived through all them events anyway. He knows all about them. He was fucking excellent at it. He did technically die in that, but he came back to life. Why? Because he doesn't die. Even in his films, he's immortal. Every film that you've seen Keanu Reeves in, he either hasn't died or if he has, he's came back. John Wick didn't die. Oh, he did die in the third one, I think. Came back. He didn't die. He's just heavily injured. Constantine. Heavily injured. Because he can't die. (laughs) Constantine, he literally plays. And then... I mean, Constantine's a bit of a weird one because he's sort of angel, demon, exorcist thingy, majigima, what's it? He just can't die because he's got contracts and shit going on. CD Projekt Red has been developing Time Machine, which they claim to have seen the world in 2077. And guess who's there? I mean, that's just because of the cyberpunk game. Yes, it is. <laughs> that's who CD Projekt Red is. <laughs> I didn't know if you'd pick up on it straight away. <laughs> yes, because I've literally been playing it all fucking week. <laughs> The logo CD Project Red pops up on the screen every single night. Keanu was there, 2077. He's still in the future because he can't die. People are getting suspicious, Kyle. And this is the thing. It's going to be... Oh, this also, by the way, this in the, the, 1847, the, the, the... they were starting to understand more about deaths and stuff like that and how like there was more medical advances. He was part of the... Me- he was... Watch. Bear with us a minute. He was part of... He became a medical professor or something in his early career before he became an actor. Why? To keep an eye to see if they were going to tap into his aging process or realise that he was, in fact, immortal. He wanted to understand what they knew about about people being immortal. And also, if he's there and he's inside and he's the main man, they're not going to question why he doesn't look any older. Because he doesn't die. He's Charlemagne. He's been alive since 748. I have an issue. I have one small issue with this, and this is the fact that you don't know how on the nose you are with with cyberpunk. Because I know that you haven't played cyberpunk. I have. You don't know how on the nose you are at the fact that Keanu Reeves just will not fucking die. I guess he's a right pain in the arse at them because he, he doesn't is. die even in a video game. He, the, the, he doesn't know how to die. He doesn't know how to act die in Kyle because he's he never dies. died. He dies um, and he fucking comes back and haunts you like a little bitch. You, any Keanu Reeves film, find it. He either hasn't died or if he has, he comes back to life. Well, well, te- well uh, technically, Matrix 3 was, he, he, he was supposed to die. 
He died in the, the, the no, he didn't die in the Matrix. Didn't die in the Matrix. Died. There was a program, but it was, but he burned to death for some reason or another. Came back alive. He always comes back alive. He can't die. He does not die. No, Matrix it's, it's usually, with Smith. It's usually visions yeah. and stuff. He he did, but he also came back anyway. Because if, if at the end of the See? film, he's still a human outside of the Matrix, crashing the ship into the thing because he gets blinded and everything, doesn't he? Because Keanu yeah, and, fucking Reeves then... doesn't. He's even got a sister. Looks nothing like him. Have you seen right. his sister? We're going to leave it here yeah. with this wacky conspiracy thing and wacky this is Keanu Reeves theory. is immortal. Because I absolutely love this one. But because also, all... if you look in history, there is actually famous people or people being pictured that look like famous people of today. I mean, th- there's the problem. DNA is not I endless. Just, you will I run out of different Googled. structures. I have just googled "Is Keanu immortal?" and it's <laughs> well, Bing. It's got Bing on my tablet. Has said yes according to three sources. <laughs> well, with Bing being the be all end all of everything, obviously. Right, I'm going to show you. We're, get, we're, get, we're going to end it here. End it. Tell me, it, just before it, you do. <laughs> that this, and I know some of them are the same guy in the same lifetime, but that these aren't all the same guy. Tell me that this accurate photograph, which is really a painting because photographs didn't exist in 1530, isn't quite obviously Keanu Reeves. I mean, fuck off. <laughs> Don't right. kill John Wick's dog, because even if you invent time travel, you'll just live till you, he catches you up and then kill you anyway. Or in it Cyberpunk, he's learned today. I mean, in Cyberpunk, he does have a metal arm, so at some point we're expecting him to get his arm cut off. And become very good with a gun. Yeah. He might already be very good with a gun. Very, very, good, with, with, very good with a gun where the where the melee function of said gun is a flamethrower. So really, Stefan Plate, you would fucking that love is it. Melee. Exactly. It's great. It's a pistol. It's got a little canister on the front. And whenever you melee, it just spins it and sets people on fire. They've sorted the glitches out. And they've sorted some of the glitches out. There's still some. I'm playing the PS5 version. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know why they sorted the glitches out? Because come on then. Because Keanu knows all about glitches because he was in the Matrix. Right, thank you everybody. Thank you everybody very much for listening. Thank you very much. Maybe for he watching. is the glitch in the Matrix. We're all dying, dying digitally, and he's just living on. He's it has been spy. a pleasure. <laughs> we will continue with something else next week. He's keeping an eye on me. We will not have he's Stephen continuing in the Matrix. on. Unless he in finds another, case, he is Agent Smith. Wait, wasn't that the whole point? Tell you, he man. was the glitch in the Matrix. We yes. are the Matrix. He is the, and that, either uh, and the, the machines the made Agent Smith to stop him from breaking it. Yes, breaking the Matrix. Exactly. Uh, well, so either that's why he's immortal because he is the glitch in the Matrix that is supposed to die and he hasn't, or he has been sent back to keep an eye to make sure we don't fucking break the Matrix, which Kyle is going to do at some point. Oh, I am. I'm accident. just saying, if Keanu Reeves turns up and kicks your ass one day, I wouldn't be surprised. You break the Matrix. I mean, if he does. <laughs> kudos to him, bring it. Kyle looks Why a not? little bit like Keanu Reeves with that hair when he leans back there. Kyle. <laughs> 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 it's the hair, man. And the it's angle the you are at. <laughs> yeah, man. Wait. If he starts growing a patchy beard, I'm going to get suspicious. <laughs> Kyle can't grow hair, so. No, man, because I do actually have scars on my face where it makes patches. It's really annoying. Kyle is Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Anyway, thank you very much for listening. <laughs> uh, we've just had a random spam thing from, twi- from Twitch, so that's definitely time to end it. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you all next week. Hopefully, I don't know if we'll have three of us, four of us, or two of us. Or just one of us. We'll have someone. Six anyway, join us next week for more shenanigans, oh, stupidity, and bullshit like this. Bye! Bye!